0: Hour of the program, the Bill Michael Show. We continue on, and a reminder for those of you who may not uh, have heard in the first hour or so. But uh, we are down to the nitty gritty when it comes to openings for the uh, the golf outing, the Bill Michaels Open coming up Saturday, May sixth. Head over to viroqua Hills Golf Course, uh, beautiful little gem in the middle of, uh, well, really the western portion. Uh, just below La Crosse, the western portion of the state of Wisconsin. Uh, but we're going to get together and have a great time. It's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, they've got some food. We're going to do a little, uh, a little Q&A after the fact. Uh, if it's warm enough, maybe uh, maybe a cigar outside. Who knows? Not that you have to smoke a cigar to come and enjoy it or just play golf with us, but come on and hang out. Ben's going to be there. Kristen and I are going to be there. We're going to have a good time. Our buddy Ernie Betts is going to show us all over the joint, and it's going to be catered by the people down at uh... – oh, God, I... Who who is catering again? I forgot. Is it Kickapoo? It might be. I got to check. I'll let you know for sure. But we're going to have a good time. And it's uh, the Bill Michaels Open Saturday, May 6th. Call him. Call Ryan over there right now if you want to get in on this, uh, whether you're a single, a twosome, foursome, whatever. Call him 608 637 7615. 608 637 7615. Again, 608 637 7615. That's over at Veroqua Hills Golf Course coming up on Saturday, May 6th. Shotgun start, 1 o'clock, and a food and beverages and all kind of, kind of stuff like that after the fact. and It's going to be a good time. It's going to be a lot of fun. We're going to have a good time. 877 uh, 1670 Brandon says, when I hear other people say I've heard it from somewhere, I always try to confirm it. I do, too. I do, too. Um, I... Uh, I have uh, you, you make phone calls you know you try to confirm it some way shape or form or because there's about we we probably know one person at least in every market and I know that's a vast array of people well, we've talked to a lot of people over the years being at Super Bowl for many years uh, a lot of radio stations we and we've spent time with uh, the affiliate out in uh, San Francisco and I called a couple of the guys that I know, and they're like, yeah, we hear the same rumors, but we're not getting anything concrete. So you go, okay, it's probably either rumors or somebody knows somebody, and they're giving out, like, somebody's thoughts. You know, maybe nothing that's concrete. Like, yes, we picked them. Like, when, when Shanahan came down after everybody said, there's no way the 49ers came and called about Aaron Rodgers, blah, 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 blah. And then Shanahan yeah, said, yeah, we called. And Lynch said, "Yeah, we called. We wanted to see if maybe the you know Aaron Rodgers might be available, you know." And then word got back to Rodgers, and Rodgers said he'd be amenable to that, and that's what blew up on draft day a couple years ago. So you, you eventually get that, but this is uh, I heard from somebody who heard from somebody type of thing, and and but it very well may may be true. And if I'm the Tennessee Titans, and I believe I'm pretty close, hell yeah, I'm calling on Aaron Rodgers. You know, the Titans have been a playoff team that just hasn't had enough to put him over the top. Now, I also think I love Vrabel, and Vrabel's got a relationship with Rodgers, too. Rodgers likes Vrabel, uh, at least outwardly. At least, you know, and don't get me wrong. It's not like they've had a lot of work together and and they've, they call each other and share thoughts and stuff. But he's been outwardly in saying that he likes Vrabel's teams. They're very well coached, very fundamentally sound, usually play pretty good defense. They've just come up short. You know, they just haven't been able to get over the hump. So they're beating their heads against the door going, what else do we need? And if you can upgrade to, you know, uh, an Aaron Rodgers from a couple of years ago, maybe maybe that puts them over the top, just like the Jets. I think the team with the best and most legitimate shot at getting to a Super Bowl is probably the 49ers. They've got everything in place. They just don't have a quarterback. Trey Lance is still a question mark, and Brock Purdy is, You know, they had to put that surgery off. Uh, I I don't know if he's had it yet. Ben, has Purdy had his surgery yet? I believe
1: so. He He also spoke recently that this year might be in question, more so than maybe we thought.
0: Right. Um, I I knew they pushed his surgery back. I just wasn't sure if he had it yet. But I did read that there is a question mark on the season. Now, that being said, chances are – most likely more than anything he's not going to be at training camp and he's not going to be ready for the beginning of the season so they need a quarterback so i if they are not kicking the tires on aaron Rodgers, i'd be dumbfounded being in the nfc i'm sure the packers don't want to give Rodgers up but we all know that if uh and that's a good point you guys over there on the live stream that are saying what about the steelers absolutely I'm surprised Mike Tomlin hasn't called and kicked the tires a little bit on Aaron Rodgers. There there'd be quite a few teams I think that would benefit from Rodgers where you go from being a a team that is knocking on the door of the postseason to a team that can knock the door down for the postseason and then once you get into the tournament, who knows? Whatever happens. But we can we can roll through three or four teams that are legit that just need a quarterback. The Steelers being one, obviously, 49ers for sure. I don't know if the Jets, I, even with Rodgers, I don't think the Jets are the best team in their division. That is. um, And some of these teams, uh, you know, David says, well, well, they may not want the drama. Um, This is true. <laughs> but, and and you talk about drama-free Once they got rid of a couple of couple of uh, character apples, we'll say in Pittsburgh, it's been kind of calm. I think Mike Tomlin likes it that way. I think he likes it that way. But if you can get uh, the quarterback that comes with it and a guy that played the way he did a couple of years ago, well, who knows? You know, who knows? The Titans don't make much sense to me. in so general, right. the, the, they wouldn't they wouldn't make a lot. I don't. Do you think the Titans are better than the Jets?
1: No, not roster. Well, I mean, with the quarterback, I think the Jets would be better with Rodgers right. than the Titans would be. And the Jets are in a unique position where they're not paying any quarterback real money. Ryan Tannehill mm-hmm. has a thirty six point six million dollar cap number. Cutting him would be twenty million in right. dead cap. So they're kind of hamstrung, not to mention right. we've seen them trade A.J. Brown like the Titans of three years ago or not the Titans of next year.
0: They're kind of Correct. on the downswing. Correct. You could Exactly. You could kind of look at that and say, well, they are going to be battling Jacksonville for that division. Jacksonville has gotten substantially better. Now, whether or not Jacksonville is able to kind of duplicate that again this season, we'll have to wait and see. But... Uh, it's, It's those two teams battling for the top spot in the AFC South. Let's just say you win the AFC South. Does Aaron Rodgers on that team make you better than Cincinnati? No. Baltimore? Buffalo? Miami? Kansas City? You know, the Chargers? Not really. So, I can't imagine – I mean, as much as Rodgers may like Vrabel, I don't think he goes there for that. That would almost be like a two-year project, not a one-year project. By that time, Rodgers might be would retired. Make sense. Right, exactly. The Steelers would make sense. But I still don't think the Steelers um, – I even if Rodgers goes there, the Steelers aren't – they're still not the best team in their division. Cincinnati would be, and it depends on what happens with Lamar Jackson, if he comes in happy or angry, and you'd be battling. That would be by far, well, I shouldn't say by far because the AFC East is still pretty strong. But the AFC North would then be a legitimate juggernaut if he went to Pittsburgh because you'd have Jackson, Burrow, and Rodgers all in the same division. Now, if he would go to San Francisco – You've got a healthy Matthew Stafford, but I still don't think Matthew Stafford, with what they have, I, Kyler Murray, no, Stafford, no, Seattle, eh, San Francisco is by far the favorite to win that division, even without a quarterback at this point. They're they're the favorite to win that division, and then you would have to say in the NFC they're probably a top three team, you know, when you look at what Dallas will have, Philadelphia is a reigning champion, um. Maybe New Orleans is kind of on the climb. San Francisco would be right there. So, you you know, in that case, though, you'd also want more from San Francisco because you're trading them in the conference. Depends on what San Francisco would be willing to part with. And if I'm in San Francisco, I'm like, I'll give it up because I think I've got everything. You've got a tremendous defense, no doubt about it, the number one defense from last season. And you've got tremendous weaponry: running back, wide receivers, tight ends, good offensive line. You got everything. I, I I wouldn't I wouldn't do much there either. All you need is a quarterback to bring it all together. So, again, if I'm Rodgers, I don't have a problem going back to San Francisco. That's the team you wanted to play for it to begin with. And how, you know, the storybook would have been to win one in Green Bay and ride off into the sunset, two Super Bowls and right off into the sunset. He didn't get it. The The second chapter of that story would be the team that passed on you, the team that you grew up admiring and loving and wanting to play for, they get you for the final year of your career in which you then win a Super Bowl and right off into the sunset. So for Rodgers, I can't imagine him turning that down if that became a reality. But the Jets, I, I still look at the Jets, and I think Buffalo is by far – the top dog in that con or in that uh, division, and if Tua comes back and plays the way he played early on last season, Tua was on his way to a pretty good season, really good season before he went down with the concussions. So I don't even think they're the best team in that. They might even be the. Th- they're probably the third best team in that division. Anyway, 877-867-1670. 877-867-1670. Um. Yeah, right? John says uh, San Francisco with a bent Aaron Rodgers would be a force. Absolutely.
1: Bill, they have Sam Darnold,
0: don't forget. Absolutely. Right? I did forget. I don't know I if I, I say that him.
1: jokingly or not. Because I do think <laughs> if he actually starts, he could be good there. Just like Brock Purdy could be good there. You might be able to be good there.
0: Yeah. You know?
1: It's, I, you it's know, a ceiling me, question. Nah, my
0: knees are bad, but yeah, yeah. Uh, Chuck says, I don't understand the reluctance of trading within the conference. The chances of getting to the playoffs this year are slim. I'm looking forward to seeing what love can do. But Green Bay is uh, a ways away from contending. If they can get a decent haul from San Francisco, why not go for it? It's got to be a decent haul. But uh, let me. nothing has changed on this team other than Losing Lazard, Cobb, and Adrian Amos. The the Packers were close to being a playoff team last year. When everybody keeps saying they're a ways away, no, what you're saying is they're a quarterback away. So I I look, I don't believe the Packers are gonna end up in the postseason this year. But I also know you get you get Stokes back. You get Rashawn Gary back. You pick up a decent, say, safety uh, that gives you depth in, in the secondary or a corner in the secondary, some defensive line help, and you pick up two or three weapons. You get two tight ends and a couple of wide receivers, and maybe if you do trade Rodgers, you've got some flexible money where you can maybe go get yourself another wideout wide out to help. It, it, this isn't like you're bereft of talent everywhere. You still have Devondre Campbell. You still have a second year in Quay Walker, a second year in Devontae Way. You still have a pro bowler in um, in Kenny Clark. You still got a very stout offensive line, pro bowlers, on that offensive line. Two veteran running backs. This whole thing about, wow, they're always ways away. From what? From what? The only difference is going to be the that it, it's the quarterback. That's it. Right? James says the Packers are farther away than I am from a Russian model. Tell me where they're weak. Tell me what the problem is. And if you just say blanketly it's Joe Barry, then you don't have much to go on. I'm just going by personnel. At the beginning of last season, we all believed that this team was a good football team. They had a legitimate shot, right? So my question is, I just ran through the roster. And they play in a weak NFC. Now, again, I say the only area that they're weak in, in in my opinion, because Gary says the Packers aren't close. Tell me why, Gary, don't say that. Tell me why. James says no wide receivers except three young guys. My point exactly. The only, That's the only area they're weak. Well, tight end. But that's it. That's it. You get a veteran. You get a, a, a decent veteran after the June 1st cuts. You get a wide receiver or two in the draft. Suppose in Jigba. they Suppose they get in Jigba. And then they pick up. Uh, the tight end out of Georgia in the second round. They trade up and grab him. That's two big gets. Now you fill in the rest. You know? And then what? Now how far away are they? Ben, how far away would they be? I think
1: still I not terribly far. There are still clear steps forward that need to be taken. But after the draft mm-hmm. and after the whole offseason, I I think they would be in a similar position as they were last year, if not a little bit better, hopefully healthier, which is a key, and hopefully with better quarterback yeah. play. Like, take away who was under center. It was Rodgers. Just look at the mm-hmm. play that actually was there with him in the injury. I don't think it's going to be hard for Love to play better than Rodgers did last year, which would lead you to believe how far away from making the, are they from making
0: the playoffs? I would say not. Not really far at all. I don't think they're far. I think the big question is, now again, if you want to say they're far away because you think love is not the real deal, there that I'll go with. I'll understand that. And I'll respect that. But if you look at the roster right now and say, Oh, it's 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 garbage. It's they're not they're far away. That that's that's not a great statement. Uh, Mike says they're weak at wide receiver, tight end, safety, and D-line. D-line, they need one more piece. D-line, they may need one more piece. Tight end and wide receiver, I'll give you. Safety, they're okay. Safety, they're not terrible. I think last year, the mix and match... Once they got, uh, you know, towards the end of the season, Darnell Savage came back, and whatever was going on with him, whatever attitude adjustment he had to go through, I I don't specifically know. But, you know, picking up Tavarius Moore, it's kind of like when they picked up Adrian Amos. It's, you know, we'll see. You know, we'll see. Tavarius Moore may come in and be a younger version of Adrian Amos. You still got Keisha Nixon, still got Rasul Douglas. Um, we still Rudy Ford didn't have a bad year, came up big in certain situations and Jair Alexander. Don't forget. He's, he's, he's the guy, you know, he's now a year removed from his injury and coming back. And it depends on what you get out of Stokes and Rashawn Gary. I agree, but you'll have TJ Slayton, Devante Wyatt up front. If you can, if you can pick up another defensive lineman, but here's the other thing to, to remember most of the time, it's going to be Kenny Clark and Devontae Wyatt, because when they run nickel, they're pull, they're usually pulling a defend a defensive lineman, and then they run with a couple of outside linebackers or edge rushers. So it's not it's not a base three four continuously anyway that they run. 8-7-7. 867-1670. Hey, if you're going to go down and, say, watch the Bucks game coming up tomorrow night you want to take the shuttle, or the Brewers, when they come back home, you want to take the shuttle, or once the, the Admirals come back home in the postseason heading for a Calder Cup, you'll want to take the shuttle or any other big event downtown, second to National Walkers Point, or just head down tonight, watch a Brewers game, check it out. Check out all the great sporting events down at Steny, second to National Walkers Point. The gar- garlic cheese bread's not on the menu. you got to ask for it. But it's fantastic. Don't forget about that. The wings are stupendous. Award-winning Bloody Marys. Everything else down there is just awesome. Uh, stop in and check out our friends down at Stenny's. Second to National Walkers Point. And coming this fall to Lake Country on Watertown Road at Pewaukee. It's going to be the Stenny's Lake Country. God, I can't wait for that thing to open. Either way, you can't go wrong. This is the Bill Michaels Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. <laughs> At it again tomorrow down here in Indianapolis, and then after that, uh, I will talk to you again uh, come next Wednesday as we get you ready for the NFL draft. But uh, but uh, down here today and tomorrow, then uh, then gone, heading to Florida for a few days. Um, hey, by the way, uh, our buddy Ernie who is listening says that uh, Deion Terry is going to be catering from Kickapoo Corners, so that's where the food is coming from uh, from uh, for the, the for the uh, golf outing. Coming up on May 6th. So I was I was uh, correct in my assumption. Uh, from Kickapoo Corners is where they're going to be catering from. So the food and everything is uh, going to be out. It's going to be a nice time. We're going to have a lot of fun. Hey, by the way, uh, our friends at every, every plumbing, uh, plumbing and heating, uh, serving all of La Crosse, Tremolo, Uh, the Monroe counties, Jackson County out there, and uh, they came on board. They're a big supporter of the motorcycle ride coming up on Sunday, September 3rd. Please put it in your calendar because our motorcycle ride every year has gotten bigger, and hopefully this year we get even bigger. Uh, The fact that we're starting at the Harley-Davidson Museum, we can't wait, but uh, Craig Every, I uh, said, hey, we want to be a part of this, and uh, you know, his uh, grandfather, a Korean War veteran, Clayton, founded Every Plumbing and Heating out in La Crosse back in 1969, and then his dad had it, and now he took it over, and they are hiring, by the way, licensed plumbers. They got great wages, benefits. All the calls are confidential. No need to worry about whether or not your current employer is going to find out, but they're also looking to hire a plumber with experience in new construction and residential and commercial. But if you're in West Salem or on Alaska or Shelby or Holman, anywhere out there, give our friends at Every Plumbing a call, 608-783-2803, 608-783-2803. Again, 608-783-2803. Every Plumbing and Heating, if you need them, call them. They're happy to help. Uh eight seven seven eight six sixteen seventy. Uh if you want to give us a shout, uh Brett says, Are we playing nine or eighteen at the outing? Oh, we're playing eighteen. Oh, we're playing eighteen holes. Yeah, boy. Playing eighteen holes. No doubt about it. Looking forward to it. Get a chance to get out and swing the clubs here uh next week down in Florida. For a day or two, and then after that, coming back and be good to go. Uh, James says that this is a rapidly descending team with the three stooges running the team. So there lies the rub. James can't stand the front office. So therefore, the team has got to be bad. Got to be bad. Gotcha. Um, So, okay. He also believes that James, uh, or he believes that uh, Jordan Love is going to be a bust. Now, if Jordan Love's a bust, then you're right. Then I completely agree with that. But the uh, the whole thing about the front office, it's just it's played out, and you have nothing to back it up. Because for you know, again, if you're going to blame Gudikins for the personnel, blame Gudikins for the personnel. Mark Murphy and I, I, I'm going to go through this again, is this team viable? Are they financially stable? If you're answering yes, is this team in the top 15 in money? Yes. Does this team have a long fan base? Yes. Has the property, the value, and everything that's been acquired by the franchise in the last 10 years, has that driven up the value of the team and has it added additional funds to the team? Yes. Is the team in danger of leaving Green Bay? No. Has And now, granted, it's become very corporate. I'm not a fan of that. I think they've lost touch with the average fan. I think they've lost touch with a lot of things. But has it has it become financially stable and viable? The answer is yes. So there is no way that you can look at Mark Murphy and say you are a failure because he did exactly what he's supposed to do. Now, the other side of it, the other side of it is, have they had on-field success? Depends on what your level of success If you're only judging them by championships, then no. But they're one of the most winningest franchises In the last 15 years, they have had complete potential to be in a Super Bowl and hope each and every year. They have won a Super Bowl. I'll give you that. They have been to the playoffs a multitude of times, far, far, far. You you can count on one hand the times they have not made the postseason in the last 15 years. So you can say what you want, all your assumptions by calling him a puppet in the front office and this and that. That's a really dumbass, uneducated remark, to be perfectly honest with you. It really is. It's unbelievably stupid because they've done exactly what they're supposed to do for this franchise and for the community. The success in the field, now that's another that's a whole other product. So they they got rid of McCarthy. They did kowtow to Aaron Rodgers. I agree with that. They maybe could have gone with him. See, the argument is this. If you went if you trade away Rodgers last year with his value, you probably traded him away a year earlier than what Jordan Love was ready. I don't even know if he's ever going to be ready. I, I don't I don't know. But this is just the 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 mentality. You you hung on to Rodgers because Jordan Love just wasn't quite ready yet. Which is a little baffling for a guy that you traded up in the first round to get. So in that case, that's where your legacy is. That's the mistake that then you made. The co- the, the the timing of that through the monkey wrench and all of this, right? Um, but circumstances being what they are, you paid Rodgers. You figured this is going to give you a good chance to run it back, and you remain viable. This year did not turn out well. We all understand that. But to say that Devontae Wyatt and Quay Walker are bust is ignorant. Because people said that about Rashawn Gary. Hell I was thinking that. I didn't I didn't like the pick of Rashawn Gary. And look what he's done in his career. You can say that about a lot of guys. You know, ah, oh, Darnell Savage sucks. No, he doesn't suck. He was a hitter up until last year, and then he ends up ends up getting injured. He comes back and he played better. Same thing with with, with with Stokes. I mean, he was a guy that his first year looked great. I mean, remember, uh, the first year, uh, Jair was down. Jair went down with an injury in, and, and what was it, the first or second game, and pretty much was was gone the rest of the season. And Stokes played extremely well. So you thought you had a really good tandem back there. Thus you paid Jair, and then Stokes goes down with an injury. Sometimes it's just a part of the game and how things kind of play out. You know, the whole thing about, well, David Bakhtiari stinks. No, he doesn't stink. When he played last year, if you look at his numbers and look at his rankings via Pro Football Focus, he was right back to being David Bakhtiari. It just took him a while to get there. Between him and Elton Jenkins, and Elton Jenkins was coming back off of a a knee issue. So a lot of things were... Topsy-turvy last year, and then you throw into the fact that the quarterback was kind of an ass, he didn't work out as hard or work with the guys in the offseason, then the broken thumb and everything just kind of went and it, it just spiraled in the wrong direction. I agree with all of that. But I don't dump on the whole organization because of all of that. When you look at things individually in a realistic light, that's all. 877 867 877-867- Sixteen seventy. If you want to give us a shout, by all means, go ahead and do so. Go ahead and give us a buzz. Eight seven seven eight six seven sixteen seventy. Um, got a couple emails here uh, that I'm going to get to. Uh, I'll do one here real quick, and then we'll uh, then we'll take a break and we'll come back. Um, uh, this is uh, um, who's this from? It says Bill. Why not the 49ers? They don't play them in 2023, and the Niners play in Green Bay in 2024. Big deal. What does it matter if the pack uh, is not even projected to be a playoff team? Rodgers will be happy going there, and if Green Bay can get a good player or a few second-rounders, uh, the more bodies, the better. I'm not saying I wouldn't do it. I'm saying you just don't normally. That's not your first choice. Let's just let's just say, okay, for s's and giggles, that Jordan Love is pretty good. He sat for three years. It's his time to shine. It's not like a lot of other quarterbacks that come into the league that suddenly in their rookie year they're playing, and they got to go through all of this via hard knocks. Jordan Love's seen it all. He stood behind Aaron Rodgers. He understands the thinking. He's taken the next step. He's understood the progression. Let's just say he was worthy of trading up in the first round, and now he's ready to go, and he's good. And now you've got a team around them that's pretty good, and you are a playoff bound team. What you don't want to happen is to lose a, a playoff game because you face the 49ers and Aaron Rodgers. You just that's just you just don't do that. You don't hand another team a better weapon to beat you. That's you don't do that. Are they projected to go to a Super Bowl or even get to the postseason? No. I get it. But you don't trade in your own conference. Especially to a team that's been beating you in the postseason. One of your weapons. You make them pay more. That's my point. I'm not adverse to it. Okay? It's the unwritten rule. You just don't do it. I'm not adverse to it. But what I'm saying is, I mean, the Detroit Lions traded Hawkinson over to, over to, to, to the Vikings. It worked out for both. Vikings got into the postseason, and the Lions had a hell of a year, even after the fact. It worked out for both. It, it's not to say you don't do it. It's just to say that that team's going to pay a little more. That's all. Eight seven seven eight six seven sixteen seventy. 1670 Hit us up, 877-867-1670. You want to give us a shout, feel free to go ahead and su- do so. going to go ahead and take a quick break, and uh, then we're going to come back. Got a lot more to get to. More of the Bill Michael Show coming up right Breaking news here in just a second. Got to say thanks to our friends at CUNIS RV. Yeah, Wisconsin's fastest growing RV dealer, your travel and camping experts. And if you're in the market for a motorhome or a fifth-wheel camper van, travel trailer, you've got it. They got you covered. CUNIS, K-U-N-E-S, CUNISRV.com. Whether it's Jayco, Nexus, uh, which is what we have this year again, Uh, Thor, Heartland, Keystone, Winnebago, you name it, they've got it. That is CUNIS, K U N E S. CunisRV.com. that is Cunisrv.com. stop in tell him we said hi um so breaking news out of bucks camp not good Giannis did not practice today now the uh the statement from coach bud was that he's progressing but he was not able to practice today he will continue to receive treatment and they have 24 hours you know, hopefully he can uh, he can go tomorrow. But they did not want to put him out there today. He was quote not able to go. He will continue to receive treatment. So not uh, not what you wanted to hear coming out of uh, coming out of Bucks camp. Although, you know, I guess you could look at it as the positive saying. You know what? He's played a season. He it's not like he has to practice. You know, okay. You know all the things you can talk yourself into. Saying, oh, he's gonna be fine. You know, if it just he wakes up tomorrow and it, it just sore a little bit and you know, he'll get some treatment on it and then it'll loosen up, he'll be good to go. Oh, okay, great, we can do that. So I think there's still hope, but Giannis did not practice today. He received treatment. Not what you wanted to hear coming out with uh, coming out with uh, the news today out of Bucks Camp. 877-867-1670, 877 877-867- 867 Sixteen seventy. Paul says, what do you qualify as a ways away for the Packers? They need a right tackle. If Tam is not the guy, and say uh, Yash Nyman, if you assume Jenkins is going to be back to his old self, huge question at quarterback. Now, Yash Nyman played a good left tackle. Is he a right tackle? I, I don't know. But what my point is, is that he played a good left tackle. And if he knows that the right tackle position is his, and that's all he's solely focused on, that it, I'm not saying it's great. I'm saying it's sustainable. They they could use a right tackle, but they're not desperate for one. Okay, so we're clear on that. They're not desperate for one. Huge question at quarterback, of course. Uh, they need help at the wide receiver. I think they need at least two drafted wide receivers and a veteran to fill out that quarterback or to fill out that wide receiver room. They need a tight, two tight ends, okay? So you're going to draft maybe a couple of wideouts, two tight ends. That's four of your, what, ten drafts? Then go from there. On defense, pass rush, your best guy is coming back from his first major injury, but he's not your best guy. Preston Smith has been your best guy. You just need a counterpart to him. Rashawn Gary's been a force, but they've been an equal force. Yes, you need an edge rusher. I agree with that. So I would take an edge rusher. Uh, The D-line is the same as last year, which was below average. No, it's not. You got Devontae Wyatt this year. Devontae Wyatt looked good at the end of the last season. But you can't make a a statement like that. It's not the same. To me, it's a better defensive line. You don't have Jerron Reed. You don't have – God, who was the other – defensive uh defensive lineman oh my god I can't believe I'm drawing a blank Dean Lowry Dean Lowry you don't have another Dean Lowry so it's not the same I uh the middle linebacker of Devondre Campbell but I agree with you Quay needs to take a step up but usually that's what happens Quay Walker though he was one of your leading tacklers he was all over the place granted he needs to be able to get off the off the block to stop the run but he was really good in, in pass coverage, and he was sideline to sideline. Um, he says, you have nothing at safety. Savage is a safety who can't tackle anyone, and everybody else is not far from the street-free agents. Um, well, you've got exactly the same as what you had last year. Um, you, have Am- you don't have Amos. You've, you've hopefully upgraded or at least brought in the same, but Savage – Played better towards the end of the season. And I don't know what was up Savage's rear end, but hopefully he figured it out. Go back to his first couple years. Savage was a hitter. He always has been a hitter. I don't know what happened to him all of a sudden where he just throws his body out there. But he, if he if he goes back to his old self, yeah, you're fine. At Corney of Alexander and Douglas, who are well above average, but Stokes is an injury wild card, correct. That leaves you with a half an offensive line. No, it doesn't. How, how do you say half an offensive line? You've got your left tackle, left guard, center, and right tackle, or right guard. All you're talking about is a tackle. you got two solid, uh, like I said, two solid backs. you got to fortify your tight end and your wide receivers. Your defensive line, you could use one more body. I agree with that. But you make it sound like they're destitute and they're not. Not at all. 877-867-1670. Do I think they need some some it would not hurt if they had some major upgrades like in a position player? Yeah, it would be great. But th- this team is not awful. Like they're bad at every at every level. That's no they're not. They're not that far away. Um got uh, one from our buddy Steve here real quick. He says finally the Ireland scouting guides have arrived, correct? Uh, the Bible of the draft in the NFL, I'm still thinking that they will not sit uh, at 15. They are going to move down and gather more picks. Looking forward to the draft talk all next week. Uh, hopefully, they also get the, the Jets' situation settled by then. Do yourself a favor while at Indy. Go get some lunch at Shapiro's Deli. They make a fantastic pastrami sandwich. Get half a Sammy and a piece of Arlene's carrot cake, and they're both to die for. Steve, I might just do that. I might just do that. Let's do this. We're going to step away. We're going to take a quick break. We're going to come back, and then uh, we got to. What did we miss? Our own Ben Kenny bringing it. Coming up next on the Bill Michaels Show, covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket. This is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Live down here, in Indianapolis, Indiana, and uh, here at the Conrad Hotel. Be here tomorrow as well, and then after that, uh, we will talk again next Wednesday. Ben Kenny and company going to take you the rest of the way, and uh, then we'll all kind of reconvene and we get uh, get set for the NFL Draft. We got a draft show coming up, and uh, we'll be off and running. Um, so it is time now to get to what do we miss?
1: All right, Bill. I have some airline issues I want to get to in a second that are obviously of the (laughs) utmost importance. But I wanted to start NFL. I heard you talking about this earlier today. uh, Real quick, where the NFL does meet golf, according to several sources on Twitter that I'm sure are entirely trustworthy and posted pictures. Russell Wilson, Mm -hmm. Denver Broncos quarterback, apparently flipped his golf cart into a bunker at a golf course called Arrowhead and has been taking some heat for it. Not injured, by the way. Yes. Not injured. I wonder if if that's an out on the contract, if you get hurt flipping your golf cart into a bunker, if you are then not owed the money. But when we talk about decision-making and on field, uh, just his overall feel, his his ability to read a defense, if he can't read where he's driving on the fairway, I think this brings (laughs) up concerns. Was alcohol involved? I don't think my sources were able to get that far into the story. So I cannot confirm nor gotcha. deny. Okay. So that does bring us to the big story that has swept Twitter. It has to do with baseball. It has to do with flying. Anthony Bass is mm-hmm. a reliever for the Toronto Blue Jays, formerly of the Astros and a couple other teams. Apparently, and this is what he tweeted. It's a picture of his two girls on their iPads on a plane. It says, uh, the flight attendant at United just made my 22-week pregnant wife traveling with a 5-year-old and 2-year-old get on her hands and knees to pick up the popcorn mess by my youngest daughter. Are you kidding me? Exclamation point, question mark, exclamation point
0: okay let me let me let me get into this real quick. first of all, 22 weeks is five and a half months. Uh, I have known some friends of mine whose wives were working out all the way up until eight months of pregnancy. So getting on your hands and knees at 22 weeks while it's not ideal, don't get me wrong it's like it's not like she's nine months with half an arm hanging out of her okay so stop it. Secondly, this is the epitome of don't you know who I am I can't believe someone would allow this. your kids threw stuff everywhere now, two things here one if the kid knocked the cup of popcorn over and it fell that's one thing but if your kids are just throwing popcorn and dropping popcorn and throwing it all over the place yeah this is the epitome of pick up after yourself now it's a two-year-old i get it but at some point if the kid's just throwing popcorn everywhere mom should be taking it away from the kid might not be the best choice to give to the kid to begin with that you're going to get it all over the place Flight attendants take a ton of crap. I mean, a ton of crap. But this, from this guy, it's like, come on. If the flight attendant came back and you looked and said, okay, clean that up or whatever, I'm leaving, that that shows that you have basically been privileged to the point that you're like, I've got two kids. This is the mess they made. I'm leaving. I'll talk to you later. And then somebody else has to clean up, clean up your mess? Come on. 22 months is five and a half, or 22 weeks is five and a half months pregnant. So... He makes it sound like, who knows? Maybe she is out to here. I don't know. But I've known women that have worked out, walked, been on treadmills, still jogging at seven, eight months. It's like, come on, dude. You know, really? That's the ultimate in privilege. Why? Cry me a river. So he entered the
1: game last night against the Astros. And the Astros, by the way, his ERA is 7.11. So, tough year for Anthony Bass. Oh, there you go. Uh, he, he entered the game, and the Astros announcer said, uh, and the Blue Jays are down seven. He goes, Here comes Anthony Bass to clean this one up.
0: <laughs> which is good.
1: Uh, so, we'll monitor All that. Right. He did a tweet that United is taking care of the matters internally, which means he probably raised a big stink. Right. Just not a good look. Show some respect. And this yeah. is coming from the biggest critic of yep. the airline industry I know.
0: And he's getting roasted on Twitter. Roasted by people on Twitter. All right, that'll do it. That'll do. It. Good stuff today. By everybody. Everybody's chiming in. Doesn't matter if it's on the live stream, phone calls, whatever. We had a good day today. Emails. There you have it. Time for us to go. Until we talk again tomorrow, have a good one. Whoop!